0: Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Oh, we are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. This week is no exception. Right, Titus O'Neil? Right, Daniel Bryan? (laughs) It's so funny what happened to Daniel Bryan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And we got a lot of fun coming up. But first... Very important, this episode is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com, get yourself some loot. It's a subscription service with all kinds of fun wrestling gear that shows up each and every month at your doorstep. DVDs. Bath towels. <laughs> uh, perhaps puppets. Candy, soda pop. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. It's different each and every month. You use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S, you save 10% off your first loot that it comes right to your door. You can subscribe and then you can stop subscribing, you know, uh, like you could to this podcast, but that would be terrible. You wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to stop subscribing. Yeah, the promo code for this show is listen. (laughs) That's right. Enter it into your mind. Mm. Never stop listening. Commit it to memory. Yeah, you might get a Harley Quinn lock of hair in pro wrestling loot. That's possible. You might get a Mrs. Teeth. Yeah, uh, those are actually frozen loogies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are those are frozen loogies. They're like a uh, Harry Potter jelly beans, you guys. Very gross. Miz's teeth all taste like different uh, flavors. Yeah, watch out for that chocolate frog. It's gonna jump out the train window. <laughs> oh, if only I watched those movies. Oh, that was a wrestling reference. Oh, <laughs> that's am so stupid. So yes, go to prowrestlingloot.com. Use the promo code Jerks. Get yourself some pro wrestling loot. Oh my god. This is a crazy ass week, Steve. Yeah. We got retirements, we got suspensions. We've got um wrestling. Uh most importantly, do you think that British kids are like super into Harry Potter because they feel like this one's for us? Hmm. What is ours then? Uh the Goonies? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're talking Goonies versus <laughs> <Princess laughs> Harry Potter? All right, fine. We've got, like, Transformers and... Uh, oh, God, the movies? We've got Jake Lloyd from just the Star Wars prequels. Are you just looking at the DVD shelf? <laughs> Johnny Knoxville from Jackass Number 2 Unrated DVD. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth uh, by Mark, Guillermo del Toro. We've got Mark Wahlberg from The Italian Job. Uh, Charlton Heston from and Green. Oh, the Charlton heston in this <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess they they hold on to that because it, it could sooner be them than us. And I mean, it's not like there's some American kid trying to sneak in there doing his uh, the reign in Spain's. Oh, doing his my fair ladies. Yeah, yeah. I guess not. No. I don't know. I've only seen one and a half movies. It's pretty good. Which ones? Scott, Titus O'Neil has been a suspended. He's been a suspended. <laughs> Do you know how bad
1: this is for business? He's a bit of suspended. Oh, no. Who's stirring the sauce? <laughs> there's a fire downtown. But, Luigi, there's a fire in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> That's because they're firemen. I see. I thought this was from Big Night. That might have been on the <laughs> DVD shelf. <shop. laughs> yes. Uh, the story has broke. I really didn't think it was real. I thought this was going to be one of those stories where it's like, No, everybody... The story of Titus O'Neil grabbing Vince McMahon's arm at the end of Daniel Bryan's retirement speech uh, and pulling him in tightly wouldn't have gotten him suspended. That's crazy. He's not suspended for 90 days. Well, turns out I was right. It's not. He's suspended for just 60 days. Well, they uh, they stepped back from it. They wanted to change it to uh, 60 from 90, was it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. weird. Why? To still miss out on WrestleMania. To Jeez. not be there for the granddaddy of them all. Maybe he didn't trim his nails or something, and he did one of those like maybe maybe actually he grabbed Vince by the elbow and not by the arm. Maybe he mom mom catted him. Oh, and he's got Vince has that old man skin. Yeah, so he just he like, just bleeds he easily. Not, not so much that he bleeds; he just pulled the ham right off the bone. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> medical emergency. Yeah, but this happened. This really, really happened. It's not going away yet. By the time we're recording this. Uh, on, Scott uh, and I have both watched the GIF multiple times. Oh, yes. The GIF, the, Steve. The, I'm sorry, the GIF. GIF is peanut butter. GIFs are for robot jerks. <laughs> um, and it's real. This is a real thing. Titus O'Neil, a wrestler that Vince McMahon loves and endorses for Father of the Year, for whatever campaign that was. Um, I think it's the Shoulders as Big as Basketball's campaign. Yeah. The, whoever's got the Biggest Shoulders that are bigger than basketballs as a good dad. Yeah. Uh Vince McMahon loves the guy. And Titus O'Neil, seemingly playfully like, Hey wait, you motherfucker, come on Does one of those. Suspended. I I'm wondering if the true story will ever come out. I just I honestly I wish there was some way to find out what the reality of the situation is. RF video get on it. <laughs> what is RF vid- oh, is that the old school like tracking black and white V they Was that ever revealed who it was? It was like they'd show the top secret video of, like, people talking backstage. Oh, you're thinking GTV? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if they ever came out with a person. I know there's always been people. I know who it was. Who was it? Gilbert, bro. Oh, shit. Was it? (laughs) Yeah. They just knew that copying Goldberg wasn't enough of a gimmick, so they needed to make him a sex sex voyeur. I should have known by that little sparkler in the corner of the mm-hmm. videos. Yeah, that's, that's because he does the sparks and the steam. Mm hmm. Oh, okay, you're thinking GTV, and I was referencing. Um, oh, shit, I lost it now. What was it talking about? RF TV. RF video. What's RF video? They're like the first shoot video company, shoot interviews. Whoa, watch out. Real talk coming through. Yeah, that's right. You, If you want the best hard hitting shoot interviews, zoomed in on a guy's forehead asking mundane monotonous questions you turned our RF video boom 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 you saw some of those at some point right i don't think so i think the only thing i watched with you was i think maybe i watched i know i watched we talked about it last week but i did watch a shoot video with you and i thought it was with uh, road dog yeah i'm trying I to remember, ass, but it wasn't it was like uh it was an it wasn't the one we talked about last week yeah, it wasn't... I don't think that's our video, because it was shot f- fairly decently. I think it was another company. I can't remember what company that was. I'd give you a shout-out, that company, but I can't remember who you are. Yeah. But they had pretty decent shoot interviews. And now it's the, it's the You Shoot guy. It's the uh, the Fabe commentaries people. Well, I just... They're running the show. I wish someone had the inside scoop for us, because I always feel like we're not getting the full story. All we have is a gif to go by... Uh, the weird press releases that WWE put out. Mm-hmm. We wish him the best in his future endeavors until he comes back. I mean, and Titus O'Neil can't talk about it. I mean, you know, under contract and everything, he can't say nothing. Maybe I can be of some assistance. Whoa! I should have Scott. I, you know, Steve. Narver. I. Sh- All right. Uh, I should have said something. And uh, Steve Sears. Steve Sears. Of the Curtain Jerks. All right. I, you know, Steve, I... Sears. Yeah. Uh, I saw Randy Orton walking from a long distance away. I didn't think he was walking this direction. Turns out he was doing his entrance this whole time in the opening of our show, which is we're now at the eight minute mark. So. Oh, oh, there goes his arms. Oh. (laughs) Those just jet right out. He's just posing. Yeah. This giant Adonis is here to lay some truth out for you guys. Now, shouldn't you be careful? Because you hurt your shoulder. Yeah. You just jetted your arms out in your pose. Oh, yeah. I'm the viper. The most dangerous, suicidal animal in the reptile. Wait, you think the viper is dangerous and suicidal? Nothing more dangerous. What? Than a viper. Dangerous, yes. That's got nothing. To Ooh, lose. Gain. <laughs> Boy, when I- you're at the top. How are you suicidal? There's nothing left. Wait, how are you suicidal? It's about taking risks and being dangerous. Okay. All right. I, I'll, I'm with you on That's this why my move set is mm-hmm. so... Dangerous? Refined. All right. Man, I... Should be like a Randy Orton drinking game. You try and guess the word, and if you get it wrong, you got to drink. Um, Randy, why are you here? We're talking about Titus O'Neil and his suspension. Why? Why are you here? I've got the inside track, track. scoop. <laughs> Damn it! On the W. Oh,
1: I'm gonna get this one. W. E. W. What? Dot. W. W. E.
0: Dot com, okay. I, Press release. Well, you used to get angry back in your day. I know you used to be. Uh, you got suspended for your temperament and drugs. <laughs> All right, you said it, not me. <laughs> um, so, I, I, what's your insight on this? Shit, <laughs> shitting. Hmm. Taking a right big dump. Okay. Maybe I should spell it out for you. No, I don't know if I want you to necessarily spell it out. H. You're actually... I.T. You're actually shitting out the letters right now. It's very disturbing. The most important thing to remember in the locker room is you never take a dump (laughs) in Vince McMahon's bathroom. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Titus O'Neil took a dump in Vince McMahon's ba- personal bathroom. You didn't hear it from me. I did. But replace personal bathroom with leather attache case. No. Titus O'Neil took a dump in Vince McMahon's leather attache case. And switch out Titus O'Neil with Randy Orton. No.
1: Is this a rib? Did you pull
0: a rib on Titus O'Neil that totally backfired? And then leave two tiny basketballs on either side of that smelly turd so people think that they represent shoulders. Did you do the Titus O'Neil bark as you left too? I might have been doing it during... What's it sound like when you do it? Oh... (laughs) Sounds awful. It sounds really painful. I can't believe you did this. I can't believe Randy Orton took a dump in Vince McMahon's large attache case and blamed Titus O'Neil. i put him in a frame. You put Titus O'Neil in a frame? He's been framed. Ah, you framed Titus O'Neil. That's how most people would say it. I suppose so. I guess the hardest part is that he's gonna miss Wrestlemania me (laughs) coming back at Wrestle Ling (laughs) for WWE (laughs) sorry w.com <laughs> Randy at a WWE Randy this is not okay at WrestleMania I don't I don't think this is right. I think you need to come clean. I think you need to wipe your sins away and come clean to Vince McMahon himself and say that Titus O'Neil is not guilty. That is not his fault. I think you might be right. Full. Uh, of. Stinky. Correct. Truth. Okay. Because, you know, I don't know if you know this, Randy. Batista reached out to Titus O'Neil immediately upon hearing this news and said, you should just ask for your release. He didn't call me. Well, no, why would he? Because I shit in the leather attache case. <laughs> Right, but Titus O'Neil's blame for it, and Batista, your evolutionary member, your your cohort, said, "You know what? Just get out of there. Get out of there while you can." I'll think about what you said, and maybe I'll talk to Vince about it. Maybe I can take a load off. Randy, don't do it. Don't do it. Ran- Randy pooping is never the answer to anything. Stomach discomfort. Okay, yeah, pooping is the answer for stomach discomfort. I you got me there, but other than that, it's not a way to solve problems. Stomach discomfort. <laughs> it is not a way to solve problems amongst people. Fine.
1: I'll take it, it under problems
0: advisement. Thank you. Could you please clean up the word shit that you spelled out with your shit? Can I get some plastic bags for my hands? Yes, here you go. Here's some plastic bags for your hands. It's falling apart. Well, you should drink more water. I think drinking too much water is the problem. I, sorry, I assumed they were dry. I wasn't looking. I didn't assume they were wet. All right, Scott, moving on. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> We'll just move the table a little bit so we can okay. continue all... Randy's okay. cleaning that up. We'll get him some paper towels later. <laughs> well, We should also Febreze this place down. It smells like a baked potato in here. You make very disgusting baked potatoes.
1: What are you... Oh, the shit! <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, Steve, the shit. Oh, now that baked potato smells like shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Sometimes that's how it goes down. Are you never thrown, away, like, thrown off by the fact that sometimes shit smells like food? In some sort of strange way What? Like, I mean it always smells like shit but sometimes food smells like shit That's If food smells like shit I don't eat there Oh neither do there I There was a Vietnamese place one time I'm not being racist There was a Vietnamese place one time that my brother and I when we lived in Temecula Honestly though as soon as I wouldn't have thought that you were racist But the fact that you said I'm not being racist I'm now it's completely colored what I'm thinking Steve I said I'm not being racist right now Oh, I'm about I'll to get to it <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we there's a all you can eat uh sushi place uh is Japanese next Vietnamese door restaurant. ah next door that was not very good but we would go there on occasion when the other one was shut, um, and we went well we should try this Vietnamese place next door let's go in there open up the door wafts of shit, wafts of just like boiling shit. And it was like, nope, not even going to look at the menu. I don't – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you serve. It doesn't matter how great it looks. It doesn't matter anything if they're like, no, 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 just taste it. It's like, no. It smells like shit. Uh, I've been in a situation where I've made it up to the register and, like, hated every step where I've been like, I don't want to eat here. I don't want to eat here. I don't want to eat here. I don't want to <laughs> eat here. And then it's like, what do you want to order? It's like, hmm. Hmm. And then, like, whoever I'm with is like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't want to move here. And they're like, why are you being so weird? Just get a Whopper. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here. I don't want to. I was like, I, I'm going to. Let's go. Let's let's go before they make any more eye contact with us. Let's just get out of here. Do you talk them out of it? Or do you have to cave and get whatever it is? The last time that happened, oh, like, the worst time it happened, I remember getting out. And I remember before that moment, I would have been like, I just have to order something I don't want to eat and wait and eat it. Uh, yeah that's terrible i I, had a pretty good sandwich last night vietnamese uh no uh an ahi tuna burger whoa where at the irvine improv whoa watch out comedy community because this fish bites back yeah this this fish went to comedy and saw you and kept quiet and Uh, reserved all judgment and then you ate that fish yes yes and I had stank on me. Whoa, bitch, somebody passed the hat around. Sounds like we should get some tips. That's right. That's why I don't do stand-up. Yeah, look, that's a classic vaudeville bit right there. Sure is. Could have traveled the world with that, and then we could have slowly got bitter at each other because the talkies were coming in. Fishmouth Mouth and Mike Rofone. Hi!
1: <laughs> gun, 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 God. Uh, <laughs> Was that a little too involved?
0: Uh, no, I just, I got depressed thinking that I was some vaudevillian in the past that killed myself. <laughs> yeah, because, well look, RKO gave us a deal and you passed because you wanted that tour of Canada. But his name is Mike Rofone and Fishmouth. Look, the Great White North beckons, Scott. We don't need the talkies. Nobody's gonna watch them. If you can't reach out and touch the performers, what's the damn point? Bang! <laughs> Fishy. <laughs> uh, last night, I went and saw the comedy stylings of Johnny LaQuasto, ah, from Wrestling Compadre's Slamcast fame, and uh, after Buzz TV Raw and just general stand-up comedian, uh, and Mick Foley, hardcore legend himself. Uh, which in which incarnation? He was dressed in uh, like typical WWE Cactus Jack attire. Wow. So, like, well, that's the mishmash, I guess. So, he had the sweatpants, he had the fanny pack, he had the Cactus Jack wanted dead shirt, and a, and a flannel. I like that he wears his own shirt. It was kind of weird, because on the marquee, it was a wrestling 8x10, you know. It's, it's him in the wrestling gear, and then he comes out on stage and you go, Alright, it's weird. I guess you have a uniform that you're going to wear. I would have been okay with you wearing a button-down or, you know, something casual, but if you feel you have to wear the gear, okay. He knows what works. Other people are wearing it too. Do people wear Larry the Cable Guy flannels when they go see Larry the Cable Guy? Were people dressed like cat? So people were dressed like Cactus Jack to see Cactus, 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 Cactus. <laughs> cats. Cats. Uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah. Cats is coming back. Uh, was it funny? Don't tease me, man. <laughs> I'm serious. It's I coming. missed it. It's coming back, and it's 47 year run. Uh, Don't fuck with me. 17 years, and then it took 11 years off, and now it's back. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's coming back. Ugh. Sorry, that's a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally into it. I'm just excited. Uh, how was it? Would you see Cats with Cactus Jack? <laughs> Mr. Mankind Feliz. <laughs> <laughs> do you know any songs? That's my great Mick Foley Cats humor. <laughs> <laughs> do you know any Cats songs or do you just know from like The Simpsons? And Mr. Stuff? Mistoffelees is a song from Cats. Do you know anything else besides the fact that they just say that? Uh, I yeah. You know, if I heard something, I'd go like, ah, shit, that's the song. I don't really know. So the cat's logo is two cat eyes, but inside the irises of the eyes are two dancing figures. Ah, two hardcore uh, barbed wire bats dancing with one another. That's right. Hence the Mick Foley connection. That's good design work right there. It's great design work. Speaking of good design work, does he know how to put a joke together or is he a storyteller? He's cat? a storyteller. All right. I've been hearing about his shows for years. We've had the opportunity to go see. show. And his shows. then this one time in Wrestlers Court, the Undertaker <laughs> decided to hold down this poor jobber, and we stripped the skin off his lower back. You could never tell because it'd be covered by his boxers. Then we sent him out into the snow. <laughs> yeah, he didn't tell that one. <laughs> uh, we've had the opportunity to see a show a couple of times, and we just never been able to. Either we it's you know we miss it or whatever happens, or it's just late notice. Um, and he has a special on the network. That I've just never watched yet because I wanted to see him live first. Because, you know, for fear of I go see him live and go, oh, eh, shit, I saw this already. Still amusing, but like, yeah, I wanted to be new and fresh to me. So first off, Johnny Laquasto killed it. Nice. I had never seen Johnny do stand-up yet. He refuses to sell me his stand-up album. He wants to just give it to me and I won't let him give it to me. I want to support the guy yeah johnny's hilarious and it was great he got a chance to do some stand-up comedy jokes of about wrestling so because you do a normal uh stand-up audience and you know they don't know what the hell you're talking yeah about. and you don't do a normal stand-up set for a bunch of wrestling fans you greenhorn <laughs> so it was great he got to do that and he, he killed it it was so funny and then um, it was nice to see the crossover. It's like he introduces Mick and then Mick comes out to shake hands, you know, and then Mick comes up and Mick was great. Mick was super funny and had these great stories and had great runners of like uh, um, telling stories about the Undertaker and then say uh, the Undertaker didn't do this. And uh, ask me why. Ask me why. Uh, why didn't the Undertaker do that? Because he's the Undertaker. <laughs> uh What? I guess they had to hear that. I guess I just have whatever the... it is. It's like the undertaker was that a cats wouldn't joke? do that. Did I... Was it about going to yeah, see cats? It was Mr. Mustafli talking yeah. about the undertaker. After that, after that show at Madison Square Garden, we all went across the street and <laughs> went to cats. But it was great. Like I, I, I enjoy watching Kevin Smith's storytelling. You know, uh, shows and the same sort of thing. Like storytelling has its own place. Now and he prefaces that saying, like I, I don't do jokes. Like I'm going to do stories. So if he comes to your town, by all means, by God, get there quick. Go watch the show. It's super funny. The only downside was, um, and I think as a performer, you you notice it more. And I try to be very conscious of it on the podcast. Uh, when I am loud or yell, I move away from the microphone. I don't get closer. Mick brings the microphone closer and scares the bejesus out of you. <laughs> and then gets upset when something is like, well, I guess that didn't go over so well. It's like, Mick you made us all shirt a little bit <laughs> sorry but that's what happened but he does A Q&A as well which is fun and you know he's just all about telling stories and it was a lot of fun it was cool to go see mick awesome man it's my favorite of all time so that was that was really cool that's really cool and i didn't say anything to him afterwards because like, i'm bothering him but he's very fan friendly if you go by all means go up to the man and say thanks and Take a photo with him and everything. Get him Cats tickets. Get him tickets to Cats. The man probably hasn't even seen the show. No. He's been on the road wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Go see Cats. <laughs> Is it really coming back? I swear to God it's coming back. Ugh. That's terrible. Well, what, what are they bringing back Phantom? That's what I want to see. Have you seen Phantom before? Once. Really? And yeah. You want to go again? I thought it was rad when he pulls his mask off. He looks like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Top notch. Ugh. That show's boring, too. Do You think so? Yeah. Have you seen Les Mises? No. I've never seen Les Mises. Uh Movies, crap. Which one? The uh one with... We talking Liam Neeson? No, we I'm ta- talking Russell Crowe, way. Oh, wait, we talking Taken? or we talking uh Wolverine? Which one are we talking? I'm we talking, talking Master and Commander or we talking... I'm talking Master and Commander and Wolverine. Because Russell Crowe sings like this. I thought you were this dude. This dude I once knew. This French dude that I knew, but you're not that dude I knew. That's how Russell Crowe sings. That sounds great. Well, it's a blast to watch. It's just no fun. Hugh Jackman, huge pipes. That guy can sing. Yeah. he's like all that andamantium. Yeah, he's like the Mick Foley of the cage match that is Broadway musicals done as a feature film format. That's wrestling comparison to musicals by Steve Sears. Speaking of wrestling. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so that was fun. And, um, uh, the one with, like, there's no singing in the Jeffrey Rush one, is there? I believe so, yeah. It's just them just doing it as a movie? Straight Laced. Uh, all right. Yeah, I've never seen that one either. No Les Mis. No Les Mis. But I tell you, I'd go see all these Broadway shows if WWF New York were still around. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if WWE put together a musical? <laughs> like a live stage musical? I mean, they're getting close. I mean true if shrek has a musical the wedding singer has a musical there are so many things that constantly come out and you go Wait, what, which road musical? to wrestlemania do you think would be good enough to do a musical like i think daniel bryan going up and having to beat triple h and then doing the triple threat at mania his road to wrestlemania would be an amazing broadway musical that'd be a pretty good one so would wrestlemania 15 rock stone cold vince McMahon, the beer truck all that stuff because that's that's production that's yeah. That's, that's something. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it's just like you put a bunch of yes shirts on a on the crowd and say, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> say yes. And then, well, you got to go back to your seat. You know, that's, I guess so. Ugh. That's I, I gross mean, to think about. Two the, brothers, Undertaker and Kane would be an incredible, just like the lead up to, what is it, 14, is it? Yeah. Just the. It's just like, I will not fight my own blood.
1: But you have to fight your own blood. <laughs>
0: Like that's, it's already Broadway just without the singing. This is terrifying. We're very close to a WWE Broadway musical. They've, I'm sure they've already floated it. And when I say floated it, I mean like a giant turd (laughs) in the office that's made out of a toilet. Well, they got one thing that, they got two shows coming out on the network that I'm really looking forward to. One is that adult cartoon where they swear. Mm -hmm. Including Vince McMahon is doing a voice on the show. Like he's himself and he's swearing it's some like kids take off your clothes (laughs) spread that bottle (laughs) wide um so it's it's like a very south park-esque show where they're gonna be swearing so that's amazing i'm already excited for that and then the other show is edge and christian show have you seen a promo for that yet? i have holy fuck that looks so fun that looks pretty funny they even got vince on that show too that's good i like that i approve so they got they got some shows coming up on that old uh, network. So, but don't forget to tweet at WWE. Where's <laughs> our version of cats? Oh, and when you say ours, you don't mean like white people's. We already have our white people. It's called cats. Everybody, <laughs> it's for everybody, but it's the whitest show imaginable. Black cats is a very unlucky show. Yeah. It's like Spider-Man, where everybody gets hurt all the time. Yeah, and you're they keep taking away your firecrackers at the beginning because you can't put them in cat's buttholes because it's Halloween, <laughs> you sickos. <laughs> Did you put a firecracker in a cat's butthole? No, but it's a serious issue for cat's butts on Halloween. Who takes the time to hold a cat that is willing to go like, what are you doing? Ooh, yeah, put it I in I don't there. think the cat's... Well, if you're taking the time to hold the cat, I don't think the cat is willing. Okay. Regardless assholes <laughs> Steve speaking of assholes TNA <laughs> wow tits and assholes as we all know that it stands for.s they're on pop doing pretty good they got a new champ they got Matt Hardy as their champion um, you know he's got his whole regime he's got Rebe Sky his wife they got the baby Maxell who we talked to last week they got uh, uh, Tyrus the heavy who's also the babysitter for Maxell And they're just running the show. They defeated Kurt Angle and his, uh, you know, uh, tour that's coming to an end. Um, They're just laying waste to everybody. And, you know, they even beat up Jeff Hardy some. And So they're just running the show over there right now. And he's getting a lot of flack. Like, TNA's not, you know, it's always hard to please everybody. Oh, boy. Um, Steve, I don't want to freak you out, but right behind you right now. What, is it a spider? Oh my god, is it a spider with human hands? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> oh. Sort of is. Steve, oh. it's it's Willow. What? Willow.
1: Oh, that guy's cool. Thank you, Steve Zeeves from the Curtain Jerks. Hello, Scott Nova. Willow, it's been a long time. It's been so long. It's like you guys didn't want to have me on the show anymore.
0: No, I think just one of us.
1: Who? Tell me who. I'll dip down with the black fairies and touch everyone's nipples. Uh,
0: you know, Steve sometimes doesn't want you on here.
1: Oh, be still. A frosty mist upon you.
0: <laughs> Steve, uh, sorry, he poured a vanilla frosting on you. What is this, fucking glitter? <laughs> this is, I can't get this out. Is it? <laughs> It's not even edible. It's just <laughs> glitter. Why would you call it Vanilla Frosting, Scott? It's not... Ooh, look who's got the shiny lips. <laughs> Looks
1: like he kissed a
0: Mercury Prince. Willow, it's it's good to have you back on the show. You're a very unusual character. You, you sometimes appear on TNA. And now, uh, of all times, it seems like you should be there ready to fight Matt Hardy. I'm the
1: goth Cactus Jack. <laughs> Jeff Hardy gets pushed to his limits and I
0: emerge! Yeah,
1: you know, you've never been
0: TNA World Heavyweight Champion. You think that's something you'd like to do?
1: I love
0: gold and
1: jewelry. I eat gold and make children's dreams.
0: Wait, what? You heard
1: me. (laughs) Black glass! Black glass! Everyone, don't forget your quizzes in black glass! Wait, you win gold and make children's... You eat the gold and make children's dreams! Is this like a Make-A-Wish thing? I'm confused. You spend more time thinking about poetry, you're going to be stuck on the toilet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is this Lethal Weapon 2 we're talking about?
1: <laughs> Diplomatic community I was saying
0: that my car all day. I thought I nailed the voice pretty well, but I have to say it really low.
1: You've got to say it very low.
0: Diplomatic community.
1: You have to say it loud enough so Danny Glover, Detective Murtaugh, can hear you.
2: Diplomatic
0: I can't do it now.
1: A diplomatic community!
0: Okay, look, I get it. Lethal the weapon to your favorite. Just
1: been revoked! <laughs> Bang!
0: <laughs> what strategy would you have going up against Matt Hardy, your brother?
1: Shooting him in the face! What? After he shows me his diplomatic immunity papers.
0: You think that's going to really happen? You think that scenario's going to play out? And then I'm Tyrus like, is going to be on the toilet I'm and you're like going to write the Brian
1: Pillman of TNA. Crazy. Unpredictable.
0: Okay. Uh, so who are you going to blow up on the toilet?
1: I'll blow up everybody on the toilet. Oh, we're talking about Lethal Weapon 2 still.
0: Okay, I, I don't think this is the No, way- I'm
1: checking with you. We're still talking about le- Lethal Weapon
0: 2? You seem to be, but I you can't shoot your brother, Matt Hardy. You can't shoot him in the face.
1: Fair enough. Perhaps that was a little bit too outlandish.
0: You know, this is odd that, you know, normally you refute that you're Jeff Hardy. And right now I've said that Matt Hardy is your brother a couple of times and you've not refuted that at all. I should
1: correct you, sir. Uh-huh. You've said
0: Jeff Hardy is my brother
1: multiple times.
0: No, I. that doesn't make any sense. It does you're, to me. You're Jeff We're Hardy. all brothers
1: in Grappling Man.
0: But you are Jeff Hardy. Who? Jeff Hardy. No. And <laughs> Matt Hardy's your brother.
1: Matt Hardy is my brother. Oh! The Brotherhood of Man. Oh. Suck a dick, Narva. <laughs> no! There's no. some glitter. Put this on your lips. Bah, that doesn't
0: make me want to...
1: You like s- you you Terminator.
0: <laughs> I don't think you've seen the Terminators that I've seen. Yeah,
1: you see their red eyes roll into the back of their chrome head. Ugh,
0: okay, look. As you're
1: pleasing them and they shoot glitter and oil all over your mouth and your waiting throat.
0: This is unusual behavior for you. Yeah,
1: for you
0: even Willow. for me? Yes, even for you
1: perhaps my leather crown is on too tight.
0: Okay, look, Willow, you gotta take Matt Hardy out. Someone's gotta do it. I figure it's gotta be you. You know him best. When
1: Jeff Hardy is pushed to his limits, a new dark savior must emerge from the black lake underneath the pool of the crystal sky. Mm -hmm. That's me in the forest muttering like a kid who likes poetry and goth.
0: Now, do you fear... The fact that maybe if you were to push Matt Hardy too far, he might become some sort of dark gothic character himself.
1: You mean Chubbuck? <laughs> Chubbuck? C H U B B O C K. Chubbuck. Chubbuck! Matt Hardy's alter ego? It's just a weak ripoff of Willow. Chubbuck. Chubbuck! If you say his name two more times, he'll appear!
0: Chubbuck? Chubbuck. I tickle you. I tickle you. I,
2: Chubbuck, tickle you till you tap out. Tickle.
1: Tap. Tap. Tap, you Tubby bitch.
0: Get off him. Stop tickling him. Stop it.
1: No. Oh, you will You will pass out.
0: Are you the mighty Chubbuck? Yes, behold. Before I lift my shirt. Oh my god. Chubbuck lives.
1: <laughs> Scott, his stomach
0: is covered in silver paint. I tickled tumtums <laughs> until they tap. <laughs> uh, Chubbuck, do you have designs on the TNA World Heavyweight Championship?
2: I am the TNA World Heavyweight Championship.
0: Oh my god. Uh, where did Willow go? He said that you'd appear and now he's gone and you're here. I tickled him till he tapped. Oh wow. Uh, Chubbuck. Uh, are you going to take out this wrath on Jeff Hardy? Who's your next opponent? Hold on, whipped cream shot. (laughs)
1: Oh. Oh.
0: Scott, I think, I think the mighty Chubbuck is, is he dozing off? (laughs) Well, that would take a little bit of mental brain power to do that whipped cream shot. Uh. M- M- Mr. Mr. Chubbuck, Mr. Chubbuck, M- Mr. Chubbuck, Mr. Oh! Chubbuck, oh! Steve. You said his name too many times. He went away. Oh God, jeez. <laughs> well, I guess we all learned a valuable lesson. The Hardy brothers are dangerous. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a tag team, Willow and the Chubbuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell you, it sounds like he kind of looks like the Baba Duke. He does look like the Baba Duke. Based on what that child's illustration on the poster. Yeah. Of the Baba Duke. Yeah. I've not seen the Baba Duke yet, have you? No, I've heard great things, though. I've heard great things as well. Uh, friend of the show, but not listener of the show, Mickey Gallier, said he saw it twice in the theater. Ah. Well, he also enjoyed rubber, so fuck him. <laughs> Good call. Thank you. Uh, big news. Big news, everybody. And I'm slow to the party. The party that is Steve Sears' birthday this Whoa. week. <laughs> Come on. I, for a second there, I thought you were going to say that Cats was coming back. <laughs> no, that would be the gift for the world. Well, I think there's only one person who could confirm it, and that's at JSchmuck2 via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're invited, Josh. To Cats the Musical on Broadway? Oh no, Josh is coming. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to we're going to Clifton's Cafeteria in downtown Los Angeles. Clifton's cafeteria? What's that? So it's like an old school nineteen fifties like working man's cafeteria, but they redid it for a bunch of hipsters like us. And now it's whoa, a whoa, four whoa, whoa, story whoa. bar. When you say us I meant me and all those DVDs behind you. Cap. Yeah. And now they have like Check there's... out these jorts, bro. I ain't no hipster. <laughs> <laughs> Skirting the line. Uh and there's like a redwood tree in the middle of this thing that goes up three stories. What? Yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. The redwood tree uh masks a service elevator. Like a dumbwaiter. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. There's like full on national like history museum sized dioramas of like a water buffalo and a put bear. down the whipped cream. <laughs> Just because Chuba left it here. Sorry, man, I gotta get them. <laughs> I'm tapping into the essence of the Chubbuck. <laughs> so okay, so you're going for dinner, brunch, uh, lunch. I'm probably gonna go a little bit early, and I might play some tabletop games. What tabletop games they got? Uh, I'm thinking about bringing Betrayal at House on the Hill, and playing it near a redwood tree. Yeah, this is confusing. How like so? What do you have like private sections amongst this place? I, There's I three stories of like dining area. And then there's a bar on every floor. Apparently, it gets super crazy packed on Saturdays, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Holy shit. That sounds amazing. Yeah. How old are Mm. you? 32. Nice. Yeah, you had to do the think about it because there are certain (laughs) ages where you just go, it doesn't matter. Oh, I think 30-something. Oh, 32, yeah. I think 30 I was sort of aware. I was... Like, I don't think about turning ages now. I just think, oh, my birthday. It's been a year. Yeah. Like and then when people ask me and they give me this weird look when I'm like, uh, shit. All the major like milestones are gone. Like twenty one, like eighteen. It's I still didn't drive until I was like twenty, and then twenty one I was like, yeah, I'll go get a drink. That's great. Twenty five is important for what purpose? Renting a car, bro. Everybody says that it's cheaper. But anybody can rent a car. It's just cheaper. Yeah, kids rent cars all the time. How do you think they get to Toys R Us and back? Twenty nine is memorable. I think you're aware of that one because that's like oh, almost 30. What does that mean? I don't know. You never forget the the year that you kill a man and he breathes his last breath against your face and it cools all that sweat that's collected. Yeah, that was four. <laughs> uh, and then I think 33. 33 was significant for me. That's the Jesus year. Jim Morrison too? Yeah. Uh, you mean John Morrison, friend of the show? Oh, I hope he's all right. I hope so too. Jim Morrison. He said some nasty things about Dale Rutledge at that Lucha Underground taping. I tell you what, did he? Yeah. Oh wow. Says mother sucked dick. Wow. Yeah. Was this- oh, he <laughs> said said his mother swallows, which I assume is also implying that she sucks dick. Was this for uh, for a promo? No. Nice. No, this was just leaving, and uh, Dale uh, had some sparse words for Mister Mundo. And then Mr. Mundo cut right back. Really? Mm-hmm. Do they have beef? Uh, <clears throat> no. It was just like an all, you know, fun wrestling ribaldry. Nice. Just like, you suck, Mundo. Your mom swallows. It- <laughs> I'll be behind the burrito <laughs> truck. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, sorry. Signed an NDA. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's out there now. Uh. So, yeah. It's your birthday. <laughs> uh. I guess I am getting older. Hmm. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I went to Disneyland. That was super awesome. Yeah, you do Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go on a, s- a Force for All Seasons. What's the new Star Tours one? Uh, yeah, they just season add... of the Force. No, wait, wait, wait. There's the Star Tours where they added the Jakku uh, experience amongst it. Like you go to Jakku. Okay, I did not do Star Tours. However, I cool. did do. It was too long. It was like a 90 minute wait.
1: Oh, you get the fast pass.
0: Uh fast pass was already shut at that point. What? Yeah, they weren't doing it. Holy but shit. I did do Hyperspace Mountain. Yes, which was so fast. I don't know if they were blowing more air in our faces at the end, but it was so much faster and they project X wings, tie, tie fighters, and it feels like you're in the middle of a dogfight. It is one of the coolest experiences. There is a tie fighter. You think legit, you are going to hit. Yeah, you are going to crash into the tie fighter, and it is scary. And they pump up the Star Wars dogfighting music so loud, <clears throat> and I always love that music. But when you have it playing when you're actually actively doing something, oh my god, it goes from epic to hyper epic. Yeah, I'm That's- talking like
1: cats levels of <laughs> intensity
0: uh and then uh did you see the the indie sh- yeah indiana jones all the way wait, wait wait but the um the theater did you go in the theater it's like from oh path that's... of the jedi no i didn't see path of the jedi oh honestly not gonna sorry to disappoint spent most of my time at california adventure Ah, oh! steve you gotta go see path of the jedi uh it's so rad i i I told him it was my birthday, and they brought me a tiny little milk chocolate fudge Mickey Mouse head. Who did this? Just some guy in the parking lot. <laughs> it is my birthday. It was behind-, we were behind. I'll be back. Uh, we went to- Uh-oh. Um, oh, your fudge head. I went to, like, the Sonoma Winery fake restaurant in California Adventure and had lunch. Okay. Like, we went to California Adventure first to have lunch. And then they brought me a Mickey Mouse head. It was really cool. Did you have the button too? It's my birthday. I did have the button. Hmm. Really weirded out every time someone said happy a birthday. My first reaction was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Fucking back off, all right, you mouse peddler. And then they'd also know my name and that was really weird. Uh, Steve, happy birthday. Uh, I went on Tower of Terror with my wife and she was really scared to go. And I was like, it's fine. It's just one drop. It's not one drop; it's six drops, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that. I'd completely forgotten that. So she was having a blast while I was screaming. Yeah, I've, I've, (laughs) uh, I've probably said it before on the show. I've, I made a noise I've never made before on that ride. Uh, I think it's one of my favorite rides of all time because they—that's what they do so well—is while you're waiting in line, they build like. It's great to have a fast pass, but waiting in line actually is really important also because they made it part of the experience. Yes. Like Indiana Jones, you're waiting in a tunnel that gets deeper and deeper into the adventure. Right. And <sighs> they don't hand out those cards anymore where you decipher all the hieroglyphics. Oh, that's right. They used to do that. I probably still have one of mine somewhere. Um, but it was just a really cool time. I really had a good time. That's great, man. And then uh, what happened? Oh, this girl got so drunk on Pirates of the Caribbean, she almost, like, she was waiting in line, like, stumbling and falling over. It's really funny. Really? Yeah. So she got smashed over in California Adventure and then came back over? Yep. Wow. Was she single? Uh, no. Drat. (laughs) Like a girl who can party, huh? Yeah, man. Or apparently who can't party, because she certainly was a mess. Right. I'm looking for a real wreck. That's what I'm looking for, buddy. Uh, and Haunted Mansion. Great as ever. Okay. Uh, did you hear they're going to take out Frontierland, put in some more Star Wars stuff? That's what I heard. Uh, no, wait, 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 is it Frontierland? What are they taking out? They're taking, oh, they're taking out Big Thunder, uh, Railroad. That's what I heard, that breaks my heart. Yeah, I get it though. I didn't go on it though, didn't think about it once. That's what I mean, it's like (laughs) everybody goes like, oh, that's my favorite ride, like, yeah, for you, nostalgic, it's just an old thing, but like, they're going to put in some more Star Wars stuff, so I'm fine with this. This is totally fine by me. Well, I mean, as long as it isn't, like, the Naboo adventure, I think I'll be pretty happy. Yes. Or, like, welcome to the Senate chambers, we'll be arguing trade rights. Find the ETs and you will get a chocolate fudge head of Mickey Mouse. Oh, great. Look at all these droids. <laughs> uh, worst part of the series. <laughs> It's time for Jerk Tweets. Follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Could it be about the rides that Steve didn't go on? Could it be telling him about Path to J- Jedi and how amazing it is and how Scott cried in it twice? It could be about anything. What? Yeah, dude. It's fucking amazing. I'll check it out. It's a super cut and it's in a 4K theater. It's so, It's mind-blowing. Of the original trilogy? It's it's of all the movies. They have very little of the... Uh, Force newer, Awakens. Of the newer trilogy. Force Awakens is at the tail end of it all. But, the, God, they cut it in a way that they've never cut Star Wars movies before. It's fucking mind-blowing. I'll check it out. Ah, Oh! oh <coughs> so good. Chandler Koenig says, What is your favorite moment from ECW? There's a lot. Hmm. I can think of one right off the bat. I would be... I. Full disclosure, I would be basing this off of the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD. Hey, that's That's fair. That's the only time I watched any of it. That's fair. Uh, Discovering who Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome were. Those two fighting each other. Uh, I had gotten a Best of DVD when it was first released. And seeing both those guys and going like, holy shit, these are my two new favorites. Yeah. Like, they're just so amazing. Uh, almost seven-foot dude with a mullet and a Japanese scarred-up crazy warrior. A little tank. Oh, my God. And watching those two just battle. I'd only seen them fight in the uh, One Night Stand pay-per-view. Right. Okay. Which I think was an introduction for a lot of people. And what an introduction it was. God, was that cool. And that was a shame because that was the one where they kept cutting to JBL during the whole match. It's like, fuck off. Not during this match. Do it. Well, that's because they didn't realize they were like, who are these guys? Well, cut to who they know. And it's like, nope. The material stands on its own. Yeah, those guys are crazy good. Uh, you know, uh, the Mick Foley promos about him being hardcore. So he's wearing the suit and he's you know saying like, oh, you know, I'm gonna take it, take it a little easy now. And Tommy Dreamer needs to realize his dream and him being the bad guy, but being overly good and being obnoxious, mm-hmm. and then eventually talking about how hardcore he is and um, <laughs> put trying to put a pencil behind his ear and it won't it won't land there because. Uh, he lost his ear in Germany because I'm hardcore. I'm hardcore. And wanting to floss his teeth and he uses a microphone cord to do it. Like it's five minutes of hilarity. That's pretty rad. I didn't, I never saw that stone cold being born, like essentially being born there, watching those, <laughs> watching those promos, not at the time, but watching them years later as I was getting into wrestling, like 2000 and seeing him talk shit about Eric Bischoff and, you know, Nash and everybody. It's like, Whoa, can you do that? That's crazy. Well, that's what was so exciting about it, right? That it Mm -hmm. felt like they were breaking rules and making it seem commonplace also. Mm -hmm. Uh, Benoit and uh, Al Snow. I remember that off the ECW DVD. And I remember thinking that was really cool. And like, I always liked Benoit, but that was the first time I saw Al Snow just totally fucking going. Like, it's like one of those things about being a great wrestler, but you're getting relegated to a special place of, yeah, it's Al Snow. But watching, it's like, yeah. What if you just booked him like a powerhouse, mm-hmm. and he just he wrestled like Bret Hart? It was so weird to see, but it was really cool. And the other thing that stands out, New Jack was fucking amazing. A guy that came out to hardcore gangster rap, and it played the entire time he was out there. It didn't stop. Like once he hit the ring, like all of the music does, his kept playing. Um I didn't know that. Oh my god. I'd probably all cut to hell on the network. That's why you got to hold on to those DVDs kids. Um, and just, he'd be beating people with guitars and keyboards and whatever he'd get his hands on and dance to his music. And so rad, just so fucking rad. I, I've never watched new Jack on the network yet to see if it's all butchered to hell. I'm sure the lyrics in the song have very choice of words that the network went, Nope, that's no. not happening. Let's, uh, let's play tests music test test this is a test 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 i like that song <laughs> that song's weird <laughs> um but of course we'd be remiss to not talk about the major 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 story that happened this week the emotional uh impactful story that was so hard to believe uh and and a bittersweet uh of daniel bryan having to retire I think there was, it was kind of sad because earlier on Monday there were like special announcement from Daniel Bryan and it was just like very clear. It's like, shit, this doesn't feel like it's a, it feels like this is really goodbye. He sent out that tweet saying due to medical reasons I have to retire, more will be said tonight on Raw. Everybody picked up that story. Yeah. Um, and it went global and uh, there was a, there was a universal thing that happened of like, uh, wh- why did you say anything? Like, it would have been more exciting to watch Raw. No, but I this think way it gets everybody to watch Raw. Gets everybody to watch Raw, and I know after the fact I went like, "Well, yeah, because it's an angle, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna still be wrestling or something." So he didn't need to say that because he's not really retiring. Assholes, don't do that, Dad. Dad, <laughs> where's the copy of Goonies? God, that is, it's just, it's really sad, man. I was like, I. He was one of those guys who are like, just wait till Daniel Bryan comes back. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't advertise it like, Daniel Bryan returns to Raw. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. Look out, Roman Reigns. Him and Roman Reigns in Fast Lane number two. Here we go. Ugh. Yeah. and um, But his speech was beautiful. And, uh, you know, you know that it's tearing the guy up inside. But at the same time, you could sense there was a lot of peace that he felt with it. um, That he thought about it and the guy's going to do other things he's going to do other amazing things you know he's, he's he has so much love for him i you know as much as a, an entertainer like i love him as that as a person he's a great person i don't know him but I have I have so much love for the guy, and I want to support what he's doing next. I mean, this isn't to belittle that, but I feel like that's really commonplace. Like everybody sort of tapped into something that they liked about him, and I think you described it in a very clear way, which is like that guy loves what he's doing, and I love to watch him. Like passion equals likability. Yeah, and he was so passionate about it, and I think that was the other thing is everybody looks like they're struggling. But when you looked at him like running at top speed, sending a knee into someone's face, or just that look on his face, when you could see his teeth through his beard, yeah. there was something about it was like that was passion. Everyone else was intense. He was passionate. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, it all it all came out. It wasn't it wasn't a feeling of, okay, so at this point in the match I feel this way and this will get the crowd on my side. It's like nope, I've been doing this for I think he said sixteen years. And it's it's in his bones, mm-hmm. it's just there, and then when the character stuff came along, and uh, you know shortly in his w w e run, that wasn't there before it was always lacking. um he was just a badass in the ring, but then when all that extra character came out, it's like, holy fuck, I cannot miss watching you on television. you're on Smackdown, Fine, I guess I'll watch Smackdown yeah. shit, you're on main event, all right, I'm watching main event, you watched and you. You were always uh, treated with fucking hilarity and greatness and intensity. Because when that guy went, man, holy shit, he went to the point where he doesn't go anymore. You
2: know, there's a couple other guys on the roster who can go also. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of great guys, and we're saying goodbye to one of the best.
0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Vince McMahon and Triple H join us. This is, uh... It's unusual. I I mean, I I thought we were gonna do the send-off and give tribute to Daniel uh, Bryan, I mean, but... Scott, this is a really big deal. We got two of the biggest, obviously. I mean, if they're gonna do the send-off, that's alright, right? Yeah, I mean, if Triple H... I mean, you guys gotta negotiate a little bit more? Do you mind if we, uh, no, just tri- talk tri- about one of the best
2: technical wrestlers... Uh, you know, I think you could say him all time.
0: Triple H, if you want to take the floor, and Vince, by all means, if you guys want to pay tribute to Dana Bryan, because I know he didn't get a chance to say anything on Raw, by, by all means. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Don't touch me. Don't don't touch me.
0: I'm sorry, I just want to make sure that you get your... No, 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 no. Just, um, Sit I'll, down. I will suspend, sit down. You. I sit will down. S- suspend you. Sit down. suspend you from your podcast. All right, all right,
2: all right. Look, Skinny, why don't you back off?
0: Do <laughs> you really think I'm skinny?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Sticks... You're just sticks and bones.
1: And you know who else was sticks and bones? Really short sticks. Squatty stones.
2: Daniel Bryan. Yeah, just, uh... Bryan Danielson. Yeah, what a, what a... Good guy, you know. Uh, good-hearted individual, you know. Uh, I got a lot of respect for him. I overcame the odds being such a... Such a small little guy.
0: Uh, well, I mean... To be honest, I just feel like I should point out those odds being that you didn't want him to succeed. No one, the, the odds were being stacked against him. Hey, you know, sometimes
2: he stacked those odds on his own, you know. Uh, you know, he, he married that, married that guy,
1: you know.
0: Uh, what well, guy who?
2: You know, he's always with, uh, with Brie Bella, you know.
0: Brie Bella is a guy?
2: Well, I mean, with the small boobies, you know, that's practically like being with a guy. Yeah, I mean. Unlike the... John Zeta, John Zeta goes with Nikki Bella.
1: Big boobies. Yeah. Now, that's a lady. Now, that is
2: femininity, I mean, personified. That's a it, but, woman. That's yeah. why, right here, my son, yeah. Triple H, I'm Stephanie married McMahon. Th- married the biggest boobs that I could buy somebody. That's right. That's yeah. right. Those, those are big, womanly boobs. So, you know, that right there, Triple H, that's a man. Yeah, that's a that's a man that goes to bed with a beautiful Mother Gaia with a couple of whoppers. Hey, you she's got some whoppers. Thank you very much for noticing. Yeah. And that is a man right there, unlike Daniel Bryan.
0: Oh, well, I guess I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I feel like you guys have always sort of had this kind of contentious relationship with Daniel Bryan, especially when the fans are always on board and you always feel like you wanted to sort of just have someone else in that place.
2: Well, it's, uh, he's unusual. You know, I, I, you know, I met him, he came into the office, I presented him some contracts and we had signed a deal. And then, uh, and then Triple H had, uh, leaned over and whispered to me. He doesn't eat meat.
0: That's not. Uh, I mean, honestly, that's not the only thing I said to him. I, I also kind of told Vince, he's five nine. Yeah,
2: I was sitting down the whole time. I, I had, uh, I had squatted my uh, thrusts and uh, blown my quads and just was really blasting my my legs that day. So I was just sitting down, taking a Real the, heavy yeah. leg day. So I, um, I didn't stand day. up to shake his hand. I didn't know. That he was five foot nine, didn't eat meat. Yeah, practically pranced
0: into the room like a deer, white tail
2: I wanted to tear those contracts up right away, but I'm I, I told legally I'm not allowed to do that.
0: Yeah, the little four-point buck came in there, signed the papers, and uh, just did one of those suicide dives out the door.
2: Yeah, trying to trying to show off it's intensity.
0: Just, you know, I
2: think he just really brings a lot of intensity to the sport, even though he doesn't eat
0: meat yeah look for not being a man with a man he certainly needs to get down with the brown red
2: clearly, why his little brain can't handle what's going on? That's why his little brain shut down because he doesn't have enough meat in there
0: now do you are you guys disappointed that he won't be able to be there for mania? It seems like he would have been really a, a great addition for that, and not just I mean obviously his health is an issue, but is there sort of a dream matchup you guys would have seen for him?
2: Oh, I mean being five foot nine with a hundred thousand people there. Really difficult to light that. I mean, how you going to see him?
0: Honestly, how are we going to light that many chickens that he has to go around and fight if he's going to be in Mania? You know. Yeah, it's, it's
2: really hard to see. Now, Roman Reigns, there's a guy he can light. And my son, Triple H, look at that physique. Look at the size of him. You you could have a little flashlight. You could have a pen light and you'll... You could be in the highest of rafters
0: hey, in a yeah, yeah, cast a long shadow. You gotta cast a long shadow. That's right. Yeah. Uh, look, we like to work out, so I, I think it's important to work out. Guys, I, it sounds like you're really undermining Daniel Bryan and people wouldn't see him. I mean, you're filming him. He could be on the screen. And yeah, I, I feel like you're just not even acknowledging how great his career was and how much the fans liked him and the work that he put in. I mean, he points upwards in the sky. Isn't that just as tall as what... Alright,
1: full disclosure. You want full disclosure? I, I think it was time. Vince, I think we should give him the full disclosure. Alright. Mm, right. We had offered Daniel Bryan a very lucrative contract in
2: NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And he said no. Yeah. He said, I've been in the main event at WrestleMania, so I think I, I think it's alright if I uh s- s- respectfully decline. Also, I've had too many injuries oh my leg oh my leg oh, right. oh, oh my leg oh, oh, my oh my quad oh my quad oh god my quad ah uh, oh i need something Ooh. i need something you want a cookie uh, mm-hmm. yeah
0: I, I think I, I look hand me one of those cookies skinny yeah <laughs> just this big cookie right here that for both of you ah smells like horse testosterone Ugh, his hands are sticky. This cookie's about the size of a pie, and... Guys, uh, look, it's it's really sad what happened to Dan and Ryan. and I mean, it's 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 great that you caught it, though. It's great that you guys were looking out for him so much, and that you didn't make him wrestle. Yeah, I mean, I mean as much as people would want to watch him wrestle Kevin Owens, or, uh, I mean, I mean AJ Styles, or, uh... Sami Zayn or uh I mean even when we bring CM Punk back and just see more Danny Bryan stuff. Uh I think honestly
2: the fans just wouldn't really respond to it. No, I don't I don't think they uh, they get him. No. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's like Cesaro. I don't get it. Yeah. He's short, he doesn't eat meat, and he's banging a guy.
0: Yeah, and I think another important thing to remember also is if a guy's going to be bald, I mean, he's he needs to at least make the choice to not have hair, because if you don't have hair, you can't just shave your head and be Swiss. Right? Let's, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, come on.
2: Brighten up. All right? And you know what? He's gone, and uh, look, all I we- sense weakness. If he can't hang in the ring, I have a policy now. No touching me. Yeah, because if it- you're weak and you can't handle it, I don't
0: want it. I think it's also a really great point to pick up. With Daniel Bryan being gone, it gives us more room for diversity. And really, I mean, if you think about it, it just gives us a lot more opportunities to give black wrestlers black-themed wrestling gimmicks. That's right.
2: The nation of segregation.
0: That's right. If you're going to be a black wrestler, you can't be a Daniel Bryan. It needs to be about rap. Or
1: music, yep. or sports, yep. or soulful inflection, or voodoo. jazz, voodoo. That's good, yeah. Yeah. Just if you were to pick any sort of black stereotype or maxotype, you just that needs to be applied. They can't just be a person of a certain color. It needs to really the color needs to be emphasized. I you think about it, you color. feel otherwise, you're
2: suspended.
1: Yeah, you're suspended. That's look, I'm I'm just following the rules
0: and trying to keep order around here. I'm the sheriff.
2: That's right. And by the way, we, we pick one black guy anyway in NXT and that's the one we're gonna push, alright? Apollo Crews. Okay? So that's it.
1: I mean everything's cool, obviously. Everything's I mean, cool. Yeah, everything's cool. We's fly. Yeah, we we dope as hell. Yeah. We
2: we we're fly, so it's all good. But if he touches me, he's suspended.
0: I mean, I, I to be completely honest, it just feels very suspicious time-wise that there's one African-American wrestler who touches Vince McMahon and suddenly he gets one of the worst punishments and suspensions in WWE history. African-American? What are you talking about? What's that? A black guy.
2: Ah, the black guy. Yeah, the black guy touched me. Titus O'Neil. Uh, Vince, I thought we were flying. Vince, Vince, we're flying. That wasn't our handshake that Titus O'Neil and I know. We have a certain black guy, white guy handshake, and he broke protocol, and that caused suspension.
0: Look, it's really important that us white guys know that we're accepted by the black community, all right? That's Uh, why we have black wrestlers in our company.
2: Triple H, Triple H, you be the black guy. All right, everybody... I'll be the white guy. We're going to do the handshake that Vince McMahon... Does, as a white guy, wear the black guy when backstage you, at WWE. When you hear us next, it'll be me as a black guy and Vince McMahon as a white guy. Okay. And then you can imagine the handshake, right? Yeah. This is protocol. This is WWE protocol. All right, Let's here we goals. go. Okay, here we go. Hey, white guy, talking to a black guy. What up, brother man? Hey there, how you do? And your palms are pink. A dip top, bop, bop, dip, bop, bop, slap, pop. Hey, Bill Cosby's hilarious. That's how we end it. We all know that Bill Cosby's a really funny guy.
0: Well, I have to admit, it was an incredibly elaborate high-five and handshake. Yeah, and he didn't
2: do it. And it was filmed
0: for the network.
2: So, honestly, you can see making the chairman look... Making the chairman look like a jerk. Making me look like a jackass. Uh, I think that's enough. I—I I mean, enough said. Right? Enough said.
0: So, well, uh, guys, thanks for coming on and talking a little bit about Daniel Bryan. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and um, clearing up that whole Titus O'Neil—really racially intolerant situation. of you guys situation. Yeah, yeah. Seems pretty uh, par for the course.
2: You're welcome.
0: Don't touch me. Time to say goodbye. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. really shame dan and, Brian and got titus, titus o'neil suspended yeah if he hadn't retired titus o'neil would have been in the back where he usually is not being used and not been suspended what well, what's kind of funny now that i think about it is like it seemed like there was just two tragic wrestler removers in the same night you know <laughs> mm-hmm. removals i should say like one for just a weird situation that well i don't know if we'll ever quite understand but it does seem like a black guy touched the rich white guy And he got kicked out. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan just leaving after a sort of a long time of like, no, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Everyone's saying, we like him. We like him. We like him. And then it's like, well, because of that, he had to try twice as hard or three times as hard, I Mm -hmm. feel like, in a lot of ways. Because no one can ever break the mold. Look at all the great people that broke the mold. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Crazy. Uh, But, you know, someone... Someone now has that spot to try and attain. There will never be another Daniel Bryan, but it's a new available spot. Not for Titus O'Neil, though. And Roman Reigns finally gets to pick up the slack, guys. Finally. So it's exciting. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're on the road to whatever TNA has. We're on the season two of Lucha Underground. We're in the ring of honor with poor lighting, according to JR. We're doing it all. But we talk about very little of it. Yeah, look, guys, we delve and deep and dig where we need to. (laughs) I think we hit the biggest news. Cat's coming back. Oh, my God. Ernest the Miller Cat. (laughs) Scratch them posts and call your mama. Ernest the Miller Cat. No, what am I talking about? Ernest the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller. There you go. The original, not Funkasaurus, but his mama would be called. Mm -hmm. Man, that wraps us up here Curtin Curtain Jerks. Go to prowrestlingloot.com. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S, get 10% off your first loot. Be sure to rate us and review us on iTunes, that's major help. 16 Bits Podcast, the podcast I do with Josh Callahan, and this week got totally fucked up with our Skype recording, but damn it, it was hilarious, so you're not missing out. Go check out some back episodes. You were talking about Star Tropics while he was talking about Metroid, and you guys didn't know for like two minutes. Oh yeah, t- totally bonkers. And then the recording just went, eh, nice. Um, yeah, go check that out. I sat uh, on a sandwich. <laughs> uh, uh, Wrestling Compadres Slamcast this coming up week. We're going to have Shane Hartline come back on the show and uh, give some pretty cool news for On Your Mark. If you guys aren't watching that, you should be. YouTube.com slash On Your Mark show. Real shoot interviews with Marky Extreme, the king of backyard sports entertainment. And some of the greatest superstars that have ever lived. I met this guy. He's intense, fellas. He is intense. Good stuff. If you need links for any of this stuff, tweet us at Curtain Jerks, and I'll send them out to you happily. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids.
1: Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.
0: I don't I, look. I don't even believe you.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I will
0: tickle you, Steve Steers.
1: I just passed out. <laughs> I just fucking lost consciousness. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two joke trains <laughs> to hit each other at the exact
0: same time. Oh my god, did you really pass out?